All right, all right, all right. Manuel James Delgado here on Shea Radio with The Manny Show. We've got me in the studio and some other crazy cats in here. Who's in the studio with me? (laughs) 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 What great reflexes. (laughs) I have no idea. Oh my goodness. So I was going to ask you guys, what's the point of this radio show? But I can see why we're here. To make people laugh. Yeah, we are talking about cats today. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Today, the topic is... Patience and endurance mm. during hard times, and it's a letter written by whom? Who wrote the letter? Uh, Moses. <laughs> Moses wrote this letter. No, I think it was Jesus actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. no, Jesus couldn't write. He couldn't write. <laughs> he wrote in the ground. Yeah, right. And then, then wow. Elijah. Where are we going? Where are we going, people? Mm. Anyways. So, okay. No, no. Okay. It was written by uh, James. Yes. And, um, yeah. Very cool. And we are talking about, like, the. It's the fifth, one of the fifth chapter. Yeah. So, and this is the topic today. That's the last chapter. Yes. Oh, my goodness. We're going to say goodbye to James. Not I think we are missing one chapter, but six. not sure. I think this is not important no. right now. We just. Like, like, we skipped one. We were just talking Did about Did we skip one? Here. Ah, yeah. right. But Vanessa, why, why do you, why do we have this radio show, just in general? Because we want to talk about some topics and um, say our opinion <laughs> on it. And no, I don't. I think in general we just want to leave a positive influence. Mm. Um, yeah, and it's just interesting to see how people think about different topics in the Bible. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. You never know who's listening. They could be listening to us live or the podcast later. And and uh, us sharing the word of God and what it means to us could mm-hmm. really make an impact on those listening. So yeah, it's very, very cool. Right on. We'll, we'll play a song. We come back. Jan, you will take it away with this subject going through the book of James. Yes. And, and you guys probably have some personal testimonies about this mm, specific yes. chapter, I bet. <laughs> it's true you've been going through a lot lately yes. so, but don't worry it is well it, it is well our soul oh and we're gonna play the song it is well <laughs> wow what a combination here you go it is well with Bethel music
Still know his name. 
And that was It Is Well, live version by Bethel Music. If you're just joining us, this is The Manny Show on Shea Radio. You got me in the studio, Mr. Manuel, and the rest of the people in this room are... Lino. Jan. Daniel. Vanessa. <laughs> and in the background... Ahava, my little girl, right on. Welcome to the team, Ahava. High five. But we are going through uh, a series. We're actually ending it-ish. Next, <laughs> next week. Next week. Very cool. Because we uh, decided to swap some topics around. Ah, there we go. There we go. Okay. But we got uh, chapter five of the book of James. Yes. Jan, what's this about? It is about many topics. But we picked one topic that we thought would be important for mm. us. Yeah. And I mean, there are so many topics, so... But we always go deep on one topic. Yeah. So um, it's patience and endurance. All right. And uh, James talks about it. Yeah. And um, I picked out like three verses. Mm -hmm. um, and two of them we are going to read now. Uh, who wants to read? It's seven to eight. I can read. Cool. Appreciate it. Okay, so it says, Dear brothers and sisters, be patient as you wait for the Lord's return. Consider the farmers who patiently wait for the rains in the fall and in the spring. They eagerly look for the valuable harvest to ripen. You too must be patient. Take courage, for the coming of the Lord is near. Mm. Yeah. Yes. And so, first of all, a very simple question. So, um, what does this What is this teaching us ab like about waiting? What is waiting like for? Maybe why does it make sense to wait? Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, who, anyone who wants to say something about this, I think <clears throat> I think it's really cool that he's comparing the patience like to a farmer. Yes, you know, and, and there, there's something about like. Um, living patience in your everyday and, and just knowing um, the results of it if you are a patient person. So a farmer, if they rush anything, they're going to just mess up the whole crop because it's just not ready. Yes. So they, they know that they have to be patient for their job to be, their lifestyle, their lifestyle job to be, you know, uh, have the best results. Yes. But like for us nowadays, we think that, Uh, if we don't rush things, we're missing out or we're not going to get the results that we want or we're not going to want to do it anymore. You know, it's just this different mentality when it comes to having patience in our everyday life, don't you think? Yeah, and also uh, it shows that like a farmer, just, even today it's a really hard job. Yeah. But the back in the days, it was like even harder. And mm. like so many things that is your, like your success is depending on the weather, like a lot mm -hmm. of things, like like small um, small changes in like the circumstances. If you have a cold winter, for example, or if you have not enough rain in the spring, like mm -hmm. it could change everything. But you have to carry on, and even if you're, if it's risky, you have to carry on. You have to be continuous in your in the things that you are doing, and so mm -hmm. it's with everything. Yeah, you have to be just even if it's bad, you have to carry on. Yeah. What about 
What else? Any other thoughts about patience? What does patience mean to you all? I just thought um, that it kind of like the waiting that he describes here, it's like a letting go of control. Because mm. I mean, the farmers, they can't make it rain. They have to wait for it. So they have to trust or like just like let go of their own control about mm. what's going to happen and just yeah. like wait on the rain. So it's something that's out of their control and what they can't influence. So I think that's waiting. Like it's something, like it's a period of time where you can't influence what's going to happen and where mm -hmm. you have to let go of the control and just wait. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And also like to add on to that, like everything has their time oh, for yeah. the... For the farmers, it's they know in the uh, spring they can like the seeds pull, put the seeds into the ground, and then in the fall they can take it yeah. in again the harvest. Mm -hmm. And I think it's the same for our life. Like everything has, has its, its, time. its time. Yeah. 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 But but also this shows that we have somehow responsibility, and that we we can do our part because. Uh, even if the farmer he can't he can't control the weather, but he has to put this like Vanessa said he has to put the seeds in the ground. Mm -hmm. He can't just like sit there and so he has to work. Mm -hmm. he, he has to do his part. Mm -hmm. So also we have to do like our mm -hmm. part, and then we have to like hope for the rest. Yeah. So and and patience is not like a, a stand still and be calm yeah. type thing actually because a farmer. Like you all said, everything has its time and place. And there's a time to plant, a time to water, and a time to harvest, just like Paul says in Corinthians. And, but like you said, we can't control the storms. But, but it's the farmer's job to protect his crop, right? So in his patience, waiting for the harvest, he still has things to do to like make this patience have the best results. And when there's a storm come, they have to make sure that the crops are taken care of. And if anything uh, is torn apart or the soil came up or whatever, there was a flood, whatever, he finds ways to fix the situation so that he can continue this process. So I, I think that's also in our lives. Like, you know, we're doing one thing right now and we have a feeling that's going to bring these type of results. And so we're on our way to get those results, but then something happens. Something gets in the way. Something like challenges our journey to get to that destination that God has put us on. And then what do we do? Do we just give up? Or do we find a way to be, you know, protective over what God has given us? Whoa. Yeah, and, yeah, and uh, <laughs> like, maybe another thing is we should think about is like, why, like, oh, for what are we doing this? Mm. The farmer has, has like, He's planting. He knows, like, in some month he can he can uh, harvest mm -hmm. the field, and yeah. he has a lot of things he can sell, he or something to eat, whatever mm -hmm. he's doing this for. And we also are like waiting for something. Now, I another question is like, what are we waiting for? What is like, or what motivates us to uh, wait and mm -hmm. or, like not to wait, but Like this understanding of waiting that we are, like we, uh, we are expecting something in the time, mm -hmm. and we are working for this, and this is like the kind of Christian waiting, maybe. Do you know what the Christian waiting is? I, I saw a really good breakdown of the word wait there, like because you hear, you know, be still and wait on the Lord. It's the Psalms, right? Yeah. And the word wait right there 
is in conjunction with going on a leisure walk. Oh. And a leisure walk is used for when God would come down and walk with Adam and Eve in the garden. Mm. Isn't that crazy? Like it's mm. not about standing still. Yeah. It's about going at the temple that God has you on or going at the temple with God so that you can enjoy a leisure walk with him in paradise. That's what it means to wait. That's the Christian wait. That's powerful. Yes. Well, another thing I wanted to see what your thoughts are on, because it says verse eight, you just read seven and eight, right? Mm. And you said, it says verse eight, you also be patient, establish your hearts. Okay. It says, establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord is at hand. What does that mean? Establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord is at hand. What, 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 what is it about our heart that needs to be established? Mm. Yeah, you got some thoughts? I would think it means that we should wait for this and we should like prepare yeah. for the, like, the coming back of Jesus. Mm -hmm. That we like should get like, I mean, we have, we have the, like, the responsibility for this earth and the people on this earth to um, prepare them mm -hmm. for like the returning so that we tell them about God or Jesus like teach them the gospel and all this stuff and I think just like that we our heart should be in line with God's heart and also like at this day and until this day we should like get as many people to have like this kind of heart mm -hmm. so even if we have it maybe now then there's always like something to improve yeah so we should grow, grow, grow as much as possible. Mm -hmm. This word establish right here, the usage of this word here, to establish a heart, it means to make sure that your heart is firm and permanent. Uh, it has permanent acceptance or recognition of something. So it means to make sure that your heart is permanently, um, as, like permanently, focused or your heart is beating at this, you know, there's this like, you know, this song by Hillsong, you know, um, break my heart for what breaks yours. Right. And so one of my prayers has always been, I want my heart to be at the same temple as yours, Lord. Mm -hmm. Right. And so here I would say that he, God wants our heart to beat for the coming of the Lord mm -hmm. and permanently beat for that. And heart is an analogy or representation of love. Right? Have you heard that before? Like your heart is your feelings, it's your emotions. And so a lot of times, you know, you see the slogans everywhere, I heart you, <laughs> you know, I love you. So it's kind of like a, a representation of, of love. And I was doing, uh, you know, the study of love, 1 Corinthians 13, love is patient, love is kind and all that stuff. And there's that key word, love is patient, you know, and patience is waiting, right? And so... A proper understand, understanding of the word patience there is if you go back to some older translations, I don't know how it is in German, but like the older translations, before it said uh, love, it said um, long-suffering uh, for patience. So love is long-suffering, it used to say, instead of patience. And then even before that, when you look at the word suffering, it was actually passionate. So long-passionate. So God's love for, for us or God's love is, has been long passionate for us. And he's saying to go and have the same type of love. 
and then you use it in this context right here, that's the type of patience he wants us to have. And he wants our hearts to be established in that. That's pretty epic. Yeah. Any other thoughts? No? no? Should we play a song? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come back. Cool. We will play Surrounded by Holy. <laughs> <laughs> Surrounded by what? Holy. Surrounded by Holy. Okay, here we go. By Bethel Music. Yes, here you go. Take my 
Surrounded by holy. What does that mean, Vanessa? Um, because Jesus is holy. He is the ultimate like mm. holiness. Mm -hmm. We are surrounded by Jesus, but also by his holiness because the Holy Ghost lives, uh, sorry, our Holy Spirit lives in us. So, boom. I think there are multiple meanings to yeah. kind of, yeah. Multiple layers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Way, way cool. Cool. We are um, continuing this series on James chapter 5, talking about perseverance and suffering. So, we just went through patience. Thank you for your patience listening to us. <laughs> wow. We know it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> Especially listening to me. <laughs> Very cool. Any other thoughts about um, patience before we move on to the next? Yeah, or? yeah, like, I would just, do you have any points? Okay, then uh, another question is, mm. what is helping us to be patient? And, uh, yeah, do you think, like, because sometimes I know for, if I wait on something, for example, I wait on the bus a lot, especially here. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, and then there are a lot of things that you could do while you're waiting on something. For example, I start looking at people and like, <laughs> how is this person feeling today? Oh, okay. I'm like, <laughs> like, the poor people, they're like, why is he looking at me? Like, <laughs> I'm, like, so like, I'm just like, oh, what is this person thinking about? Mm. And oh, what is this person listening? You know, like, if, they, if I see that they have headphones. And I know this is not bad what I'm doing, but I could also spend this time more purposeful. Yeah. For example, I could write, read Bible. On the bus? Yeah, yeah of course. That's what, uh. what many wants to hear now. <laughs> 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 Funny thing is, is, is that I used to love to read like on boats and trains and planes, but now I get nauseous. So I, I can't do it anymore. It really frustrates me because then I have to think about what else to do during those. But you can, in a U version, Bible app, Ooh, you can listen. There we go. You got me. Yeah. So, but I want to like, what are you, what are you doing? Like when you have to wait yeah. on something, maybe now we can just talk about like the simple waiting. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, what are you doing Like, if, if you wait on a bus or if someone is late and you have to wait? Uh, or, and then afterwards you can talk about, like, how are we waiting on the Lord? Mm, amen. Lena, well, what do you do when you're waiting around in general? Uh, I was just wondering about that. I don't <laughs> even really know. I think mostly I'm listening to music. Yeah. But I'm uh, sometimes it's just really hard. What is your favorite song right now, Lena? Um, probably it as well when we already <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm listening to it a lot right now. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For me, it's the same. Music? I also listen to music. I actually, I also love looking at people yeah. and just stare. <laughs> just give him the the eye. Yeah, or I also like to talk to people, but not if I'm in a like strangers if i'm not in the right mood then i can't really talk to them but if then sometimes yeah, yeah. i like well, to listen to podcasts oh, oh that's cool yeah podcasts are so much fun for what me. is your favorite podcast oh my goodness so i have um ted talks but the mm -hmm. the short versions they have like these uh, 20 minute yeah snippets and so i just pick ones that i think are interesting i listen to bible project I listen to Chris Valentin. 
I listen to Craig Groeschel for leadership. So I have like, you know, uh, um, a list that always gets updated. Mm -hmm. And then I just, I go through that through the week. So, yeah. Nice. Then you, are you doing while waiting? I think usually my phone or music as well. Because it's the most distracting thing to be on your phone. And you go for runs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I was thinking. <laughs> Why? He runs on the bus. Sometimes instead of waiting, I just walk. I love to walk. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah. I really do. And everything's so relatively close here in, in, in the city. So, like, uh, if I'm going from point A to point B, I, instead of driving, I like to just walk. It takes a little longer, but. Yeah, sometimes it's fa even faster. Like from here, from the radio to our house, it's 10 minutes walking. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the waiting for the bus is more than 10, so it's worth it's the just, walk. Yeah. yeah, it's just uphill. I hate uphill. <laughs> <laughs> what, is your, what is your favorite walking street here in Torshon? <laughs> where, where are we walking? Like, the most is a favorite. I think is the that main one that is more straight. There are not so much heels. The you know the main one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah what's the name? I don't know. Something, something, something <laughs> the in Faroese. <laughs> that Goda. You know, it's a fun place to walk. That I just like. Ah, oh, is the is the park. Oh yeah, it's really nice there. Mm. We need to go there more. Yeah, and with the snow, so beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. Yes. And uh, my favorite walk here, what we once said, Danny and me, we went up to the, what's it called? The three stone piles. Oh, yeah, the three kings. You just walked up, like, from your house up there. Oh, that's a nice walk. We're, like, six kilometers. One way. Upi or Kongvra. Is that what it's called? Is that what it's called? Okay, guys, but now we have to say, sorry we got distracted, you have to stick to the topic. And now we're talking about, like, how are we waiting for the Lord, and how are, like what are, how are we spending our time, or how do we want to spend our time mm -hmm. as Christ Christians? Mm -hmm. So because we know God will come back, mm. but are we just sitting and are like okay, we just have to wait? Yeah. Or are we um, doing projects and having like fun and? Like you know, yeah. So I want to hear from you. Like, what is, what is your, um, your preferred style of waiting for the Lord? It's mm. a good one. Mm, I wanted to ask Manuel again. Like, um, it has to do with the question, of course, mm. because you just you said something about the leisure walk. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that has to do with your question. That's yeah. right. Could you maybe explain again what it means? Yeah. Because I'm really interested in it. So so there's a psalm that says to be still and wait on the Lord. And the be still part is actually to be comfortable in the talents that you have. So it's not about like standing still. And then the wait is to not like wait until you get instructions to do something. It's to wait on God's pace for your life. Mm. So you, you don't go too slow and you don't go too fast. You go... Uh, at his pace for your life because you're waiting on him to direct you and God's always on the move. Mm -hmm. So, and, and when I, when I realized that that's the type of waiting that 
is talked about in the Bible, it really opened up a lot for me. And like different things, like where you read about, you know, to go and make disciples Mm -hmm. in Matthew. It doesn't, it's not about going to a specific place. Mm-hmm. It's, it actually means as you go, make disciples, oh. right? So, so it just has totally changed my view about all these things on waiting, waiting on the Lord. And I experienced it uh, a lot when, um, when, when I was in this Bible school teen challenge in America. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I felt the call to go to missions uh, abroad. Yeah. And I knew, but I was like, okay, God... Um, if this is what you want me to do, you have me doing this right now, these other ministry projects in California. So if you want me to go, you need to open up the doors and the finances and all that stuff. But I'm going to wait on you to do that because you have me doing this. Mm. So I, I felt comfortable and uh, what I was doing with him now because I knew he would take care of the rest if it was from him. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's, that's, that's waiting on the Lord. Do what he has you doing right now. Um, and and he will direct you to do the next thing when the timing is right, mm. and that's that's basically how I've like uh, my life has been influenced in my decision making. Like it has to be <laughs> quite obvious if God wants me to do it because I, I don't want to stop anything short mm. just because something more exciting I think is coming on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. It's good that you repeated it again. Mm. What about you guys? Yeah, and this reminds me of Paul because he was in a missionary trip and he was he had his schedule and he was going to one city mm-hmm. and then he had I think it was a dream or a vision mm. uh, and the Lord was saying go to this place instead or yeah just avoid that one mm-hmm. because uh, I think he would suffer a hard persecution there mm-hmm and it's interesting that he was, while God didn't say exactly where he should go, he was planning and he was going. So I think that's an important thing. Mm-hmm. He was being patient, but he was also going until the Lord said, no, yeah. go that way. Yeah. There was this this one situation with Paul, I think if it's the one you're talking about, where he was so frustrated with the Jews in that area that he he did that one traditional thing where he dusted the the dust off of his sandals in that place and vowed to never go back there. And he was going to leave that area. And God says, no, I want you to stay here. And he wind up staying there for a whole year instead of leaving the area because he was so frustrated with them. That's that's really interesting to like be able to be alert to that. Yeah. Yeah. I... I want to say, like, um, how I spend my time. Yeah. Because I, we know, like, we have the salvation. We know that God is, um, try, like, is coming back. Oh, Jesus is coming back because God is always there. But, so, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like, for me, it's, like, very important. As Paul, like, said that uh, life is a journey. Mm. And we are, like, never standing still. Like, mm-hmm. it's how you said. Yeah. We are, like, not standing there and... Um, Looking like somewhere and just look up to the sky and the birds <laughs> and whatever and do nothing. We have a lot of work to do, mm. like that God wants us to do. So this is how we should spend. Like waiting is just like that. We know something is coming, mm-hmm. and we are like expecting it. Yeah, because we know it will happen. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that we don't have to do anything. Yeah. So on a journey, it's like we are going. Like 
maybe the one world is going this direction, but we know like we are different. We are from a different like kingdom, so we are going in the other direction, and we try to get like as many people as possible. Like, come on, mm. go like also, you know? Yeah, yeah. This like what I see like as we are going somewhere, and we mm. take people with us. Yeah, yeah. Cool. That's how I spend. Try to spend my time waiting. What about you, Lena? I think, like, the best thing that I think you can do, or what I'm trying to do, is just be in the moment. Mm. Um, because there is a quote, I was just looking for it on my phone, um, from, like, a, she's, like, an influencer, kind of, like, a Christian influencer in Germany. Um, and she, I don't know if it's from her, um, but she said, like, everything that we have, it's the now and the today. Mm-hmm. And eternity after that but tomorrow is not guaranteed that's why i want to be someone that already today loses his life um for eternity wow and i think i mean that's really like i think every nobody is like perfect in that or like that's like an ideal how the quote says it but i think we shouldn't like worry too much about like what the next day will bring or I I think I'm really learning that right now to just be in the moment because the moment is all we have so we should like give our best in the moment for God and for the people around us Mm -hmm. and also to have like joy in the moment because I think that God wants to give us joy and not wants us worrying about anything that will happen like he wants us to have joy in the waiting, I think. Yeah, I think that was so good, Lena. <laughs> I like that quote. That was powerful. Yeah. Let's play a song. We'll come back. Nice. So, what do we have next on our list? We'll play your anchor song. Woo! Basket. Appreciate it. <laughs> there you go, anchor by Skillet. Beneath the horizon Body's weak but I'm trying To make it to shore But I'm falling short I need you more Wave after wave I've been sinking So unto your promise I'm clinging You say that I'm strong To you You've never 
Anchor by Skillet. And we are almost, it's coming to a close here soon. Yes, but we have one more Bible verse I yeah, want to talk about a bit. Got to do it, man. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's one of my favorite. Oh, but <laughs> everyone. <laughs> I say, I notice I say that a lot when I preach. I like and this 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 passage is one of my favorite and I'm like well, which one is really my favorite because <laughs> <laughs> I say it so much. There, there's one there's one uh, video how Trump is asked what is his favorite verse from the Bible he's like I like them all they are all awesome. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, but, That's cool. Uh, who wants to read? It's James five eleven. Miss Vanessa, yeah, I can do it. Five one one. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> we give great honor to those who endure under suffering. For instance, you know about Job, a man of great endurance. You can see how the Lord was kind to him at the end, for the Lord is full of tenderness and mercy. Oof. Yes. Very nice. <laughs> and I mean, it's basically, I think it's one of the toughest things from the Bible, what like, happened to Job. Job? Mm -hmm. okay. Like what he had to go through and like all the stuff that was happening to him so what do you think about that story what what do you think about that story you guys i have my my baptizing verses from <laughs> what <is laughs> you, you, quote, you quoted <laughs> from joke yes or? and i chose myself <laughs> <laughs> wow that's interesting you know what i could imagine you being a person like that <laughs> choose Job. There's a great song about the story of Job. I love it. Okay. But it's we don't we have to play it the next time. Yeah, it's definitely. really, really good. Yeah. Yes. Um and now like I don't know if you have time for this, but we can make it short. Okay. Imagine like I am a guy in a bus and I know that you are Christian because I'm was listening to the many show <laughs> by accident. And I'm like, okay. This is Vanessa from the Many Show. Yeah. And I'm like, if your God is so good, why is he letting people suffer on the on the earth? What, what would you answer to this per, per, person? Like, not you, but like all of you. No, no, you said Vanessa's name. Okay, okay Vanessa. <laughs> well, okay, I can, I can lead the question to Daniel. Daniel, what Ooh. would you say if you were on the bus? Hello, my name is not Vanessa. <laughs> that would be your first comment. <laughs> the question is, would he be offended if people would think he's me? Would you be? Offended? Yeah. No. Thanks. Because I think it's the natural thing. Because what? what? <laughs> he, he, he understood you wrong. Okay. <laughs> would he be offended what? That, people... that someone called you Vanessa. Yeah. It's mystic. mystic. No. Vanessa, then I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, but but what would your response be that to this question? God allows suffering because somehow that's the way it is. No, mm. somehow <laughs> deal with it. That's the way that he can show more of his character, of his love, and of his forgiveness uh, and he allows suffering because we as humans allowed suffering to come to the world so mm. it was everything perfect then we did something wrong or something bad and then 
since we did something bad, like the bad came to the world, and this is not just uh, through bad people or bad, but bad uh, things that we don't control, like a disease, a natural disaster. And yeah, so I believe that we allowed this to come to the world and God can show, uh, yeah, show more of his character like that, through that. Interesting. Yes. Someone else want to say something? What would you say, Lena? Um, I don't know. I'm thinking about it. I don't think I, like, I of course don't have the perfect answer to that. Um, but I think maybe you should switch the perspective of that question because if we like believe that God really like is perfect in every detail and also his love for us is perfect in every detail, then there there is like if he then lets us suffer, then there should be like a big purpose behind that. Mm. Because I don't think that he he probably suffers with us. When we suffer and he like cries our tears too. And so he's doing that to himself too, to see us suffer. So there, there should be like a really like big purpose behind that, that we most of the time don't understand, but his plan is perfect. So, I mean, the, like Jesus said, if, if you've seen me, you've seen the father. So Jesus is the perfect representation of heavenly father, right? And he, like you said, he wept. He, he, he knew what was going to happen to his best friend, Lazarus, but he saw how everyone was in pain and he wept. He cried. He knew uh, that he came to save the world, but he still suffered and had pain and was beaten and all those things. Um, but it says somewhere else in the Bible that he counted the cross. He counted it all joy because of what was on the other side. Mm. That's crazy. So, yeah, yeah. And uh, this was actually this was a question that I uh, had to answer for myself, like for a long time. I because I thought about it like when I was younger, like mm-hmm. all the time. And then I, like one guy told me that God, not God, is letting us suffer. We are letting like humans are letting humans suffer, and God, yep. God gives us like a like a door out of this. Mm-hmm. And like something where you can find something without suffering. Mm-hmm. And this is like... That's so good. God's not causing us or letting us suffer. It's mankind yeah. that is letting us and causing us to like suffer. not having God is letting us suffer. And not like God... And God doesn't want us to suffer. No. But like we often don't listen to God. And mm-hmm. so we are always... We, we have like a... We are very good at like always getting into trouble and harming ourselves and all this stuff. It's good, man. It's powerful. And maybe like one last question. Like just... Daniel, did you want to add anything? Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah, but like last question is like how can we... What what can help us to overcome suffering? Like Mm. like, just to... Or if we have to suffer, what can help us like to stick to God and not... Blame God for the suffering, but seeing God as a yeah, as a door, mm. what it is out of the yeah. darkness. Yeah, Daniel. I think what can help us is having 
same thought or heart that Job had. And I think that it was that, oh, this is worth, and I'm not sure if something good will come in this life or something good will come after. Yeah. Like, but after is for sure. We just don't know about here. So yeah. it's like, it doesn't matter how it is now. I can be patient and I can wait. Something good will come from this. Mm -hmm. And if I don't see this now, I will see this after for sure. Mm. Boom. <laughs> he wanted to drop the mic, but he just moved the mic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's awesome. But someone else has. I just write what you said. I'm agreeing with this. So does anyone else has an idea on how we can um, thrive in our sufferings? Maybe. Yeah, like how we, if you are suffering, how we, because often people are like have, get problems with God yeah. and they. For example, I often heard that so it's a, maybe someone died. Then people are like, why is God letting this happen? <laughs> But like, it's not God who's letting this happen. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like something that it's our, like not the fault of this person, but it's like the fault of human of humankind mm. that something like this happened. But how can we um, stick to God in suffering and not just like stick to God, but also like ask God and use God as a not use God but like to to take advantage of <laughs> oh, knowing no. God <laughs> what I just that's okay. what? I think I think um, what I do yeah. is I meditate on on the goodness of God but not just the general abstract definition of the goodness but how has he been good to me in my life in the mm -hmm. past mm -hmm. that's that's what I do I don't know, there's this one popular uh, phrase that is very often used, but I actually really like it. Maybe, I hope it's true, but um, until God opens the next door, praise him in the hallway. And <laughs> I just, I love Shabbat. this because I just, I, I'm trying to learn this now <coughs> with like, um, yeah, in my life right now to like just praise him, even though I don't feel like it, even though like yeah. I want to... Like rather ask God why, why, why? Mm -hmm. I like I want to focus more on the. I think it's similar to what you said, Manuel. Like mm. um, the good things that he already did, and that knowing that uh, he's still good, and yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, just praise him for who he is, yeah. and uh, not change the Y to a P. And praise. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't as cool. Sorry. <laughs> cool. Yeah. We are out of time, lovely people. Oh, and so no. Shall I pray quickly? Yes, that would be amazing. And uh, we just want to say real quick, thank you for continuously listening to our show. And uh, we hope that you are encouraged and, you know, uh, comforted in the season that you're in out there. If you need anything, find us on social media. We'd love to pray with you and, and get a cup of coffee and talk with you if you're local. If not, yeah, find us on social media. Not local in the head. <laughs> All right, yeah, and close this out in prayer, please. So, dear listeners, the radio show is coming to an end. Of course, we will end in a prayer. And please, people here, fold your hands, close your eyes, but not while driving. Okay, um, <laughs> okay, God, I want to thank you for this show that you can talk about your word and learn from this. And I 
And I really want you to give us all um, a deep faith and a deep trust in you that even if the life is not going like we want to and we are suffering or we have heavy thoughts, that we still know that you are there and we know that we can come to you in prayer, that you see us and that you are God that is working and that you are God who is like, caring about us. And even if we don't, if, even if we don't feel anything, that we know Like, um, God is there, God is awesome, and we don't have to worry. So, bless us. Bless everyone who was listening to this radio show, and everyone else. Amen. Amen. Be blessed, y'all. Take care. We'll see you next week.